Blog Talk Radio. Well, good afternoon and welcome to uh, Conversation on New Jersey Education. I'm Ray Penny. I'll be your host for this afternoon's program. Uh, and we'll be talking about something that I think is very important in, our, uh, in public education, the arts in education. Uh, first of all, if you want to participate in the program, we have a chat room feature, which you can just log on to Blog Talk Radio. There's no cost for doing that. And you can type a question or comment in, and I will pass it on to our host. Or you can call one 347 989 8904, and just press 1, and that will let Michael, who is monitoring our switchboard, know that you have a question, and he'll let me know what the question is, and I'll pass it on. Um, as I said earlier, uh, we'll be talking about the arts and education, and with me is Robert Morrison. Uh, welcome, Bob. Thank you. Um, you're with Arts Ed. Um, first of all, before we go on, can you explain uh, Arts Ed NJ uh, to our listeners? Sure. Um, arts Education New Jersey is the unified voice for arts education in our state. We represent a diverse group of constituents who all agree on the educational benefits and the impact that the arts provide for our students, particularly in the areas of you know, student achievement and developing a, a, a civilized, sustainable society. Uh, we represent all groups and organizations in the state that have some stake in arts education, whether it's arts teachers, administrators, parents, or cultural organizations. We represent the whole ecosystem across the state for arts education. Okay, as I said before, uh, arts is really important in education, and I will let our listeners know. I always try to be unbiased, but I am a parent, and two of my children uh, – uh, music helped get them through high school and college, I will let you know. Uh, so I, I tend to be a big supporter of the arts myself, So, but I'll try not to let my bias get in the way. Um, but I can see it as a parent, but Bob, uh, why are the arts so important in education and not just for the arts in themselves? Well, I, I think first it's important to understand that arts education is for everyone. Uh, it's not just for the gifted or the talented or those that have the economic means that, to afford it. Uh, it's really about uh, making the arts accessible to everyone. Uh, and they're important because of the part that they play in creating a well-rounded citizen. Our job in education is to really prepare our students for success in life, even though we may not exactly know the pathway their careers may take. We need to arm them with the tools and the skills that they'll need to be successful. You know, one of the stories I like to say is that 20 years from now, based on a McKenzie study, um, most jobs uh, – will not exist. I mean, most, most of the jobs that our students are involved in do not exist today, and, and they'll be involved in industries that have yet to be invented. So we need to be sure that our students are empowered uh, through creativity and imagination and working together toward common goals and understanding other cultures and being able to communicate. And these are all things that are central to an education in an arts discipline. Uh, we don't teach the arts to create great artists any more than we teach language arts to create the next novelist or mathematics to create the next generation of mathematicians. We teach the arts to create great people with a well-rounded education so that may, they may be successful in life regardless of the vocational pathway that they may choose. So, I mean, that's one of the, one of the core reasons 
that we teach the arts in our schools is so that we can provide those skills uh, so our students can be successful regardless of their pathway. Uh, but beyond that, there's also an, the intrinsic value of the arts. They're valuable in their own right because for some students, this is where they will find their passion, just as you noted for your, your, your own kids. Part of our role in education is to help our students discover their passion. And if we only focus on certain content areas, then we're not doing our jobs. Uh, and lastly, there are viable career pathways in the arts. So uh, you can look at it from you know, empowering our students with skills that they can apply regardless of their pathway that they choose. You, we need to help our students identify areas that they're passionate about, and there are some that will gravitate to the arts as a career pathway. And those are kind of the three main pillars of why we teach the arts in our schools. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, the arts do not take away from the other disciplines that we teach. In fact, I think there are studies that indicate that uh, the arts can complement uh, mathematics and uh, the language arts in what we consider the the other pillars of education. Um, that if a student excels in the arts, they can also excel in other areas. Oh, absolutely. These are not mutually exclusive by any stretch of the imagination. And we also know that, you know, for some uh, students, I mean, there are transfer there there are transfer skills that you um, gain by being involved in the arts that can apply to other subject areas. But there are also moves the, that are going on in our schools, particularly here in New Jersey, where the arts are being used to help enliven other subject areas through uh, you know, areas like arts integration or um, uh, initiatives like STEAM learning where the arts are included with science, technology, engineering, and math to help enliven and enrich those content areas through instruction uh, that is serving the needs of both uh, both content areas that are being taught. So uh, absolutely, they're valuable in their own right. They have transference um, capabilities that can transfer into other subject areas, and they can be used to uh, enliven uh, and enrich and engage students in a meaningful way uh, through an integrated teaching model. So um, again, there's a lot of great benefits to teaching the arts, but also uh, they have their own value in and of themselves. Um, and I've, you know, I went through your census, and we'll, I'm going to ask you, because you, you did a study uh, mm -hmm. about uh, the arts and education in New Jersey, and uh, as I told you, I, I thought we had a good program. I, I, I thought I saw a lot of, uh, you know, good programs going on, and that it was uh, it was important to not just uh, board members, but administrators and parents and the students themselves. Uh, so what was your census? Uh, and uh, first of all, how did you do it? You know, what was the process for it? And then we'll get into some of the findings. Sure. The, the New Jersey Arts Education Census uh, was first conducted back in the 2005-2006 school year, and it was the first time in the United States that any state had taken on uh, a project to actually go out and determine what was the status and condition of arts education by conducting a building-by-building -building review. 
Uh, and the, the process was done in conjunction with the New Jersey Department of Education, where every school in the state, every school building in the state, was responsible for completing a, a very detailed survey uh, regarding uh, arts education within their school. And it would look at things like uh, staffing, uh, course offerings, uh, elective offerings, uh, resources, both funding and facilities, uh, materials, uh, community support, uh, professional development for teachers, and engagement with cultural organizations. So a very in-depth census study uh, was conducted in 2005-2006. And then that study was replicated again for the 2010-2011 school year, and then again on that five-year sequence for 2015-2016 school year. So the same process was used, and a very similar um, survey tool was used for all three years. And as a result of that, because it, it is mandated by the commissioner, we have very high participation rates, well over, you know, 99.2%, I believe, of uh, the 2,300 uh, public schools in the state of New Jersey participated. That's an unbelievable number. So what are some of the findings that you have seen? What's the strength in New Jersey? Uh, you know, I think we value the arts. Is that found in your census? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things, the, 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 the big, there are a couple big numbers that jump out. Um, first of all, 99.8% of our students have access to some level of arts education in New Jersey. And what that means is they attend school um, every year, or I mean, they, they attend school every day where there is the opportunity to participate uh, in the arts. I mean, that's basically nearly all of our students. Um, but what's even more impressive is actually based on numbers that we've just got from the most recent school performance reports from the Department of Education for the last school year, 2016-2017, we now know that 80% of all students across the state are participating in arts education. 80%. That's more than 1 wow. million students uh, out of our 1.3 million students that are actually engaged uh, in the, the creation or the making of art. And, and we're seeing increases across all school types, elementary school, middle school, and high school. We're seeing you know, continued increases in participation in those levels. And then when we look back to 2006, uh, we see that there it was only 66% of students were actually participating statewide, and today we're sitting here at, you know, at, at, at 80%. But what was even more important is that back in 2006, 75,000 students went to school every day without the opportunity to participate in the arts. 75,000 students denied those benefits. And in 2017, that number is down to just 3,000 students in a handful of schools, and we know where those schools are, and we're you know, focused on making sure that we get that number down to zero for the next school year. Um, what are some of the areas that you think, uh, besides those uh, 3,000 that you're trying to work on, are there other areas that we can improve in? Is the arts uh, there's different disciplines in the art. I'm using that term. There's music, there's uh, dance, and there's a lot of uh, forms of uh, the arts. Is it? What are some of the areas that we can maybe even improve on within the this field? 
Sure. Well, there's a, there's a couple things. First of all, you know, because of what our state policy is, we should be seeing 100% of our elementary students and 100% of our middle school students actually participating. Uh, right now, there are about 80,000 elementary and middle school students who should be participating on, in the arts based on state policy, but for whatever reason, or not. And there's another 40,000 or so high school students who could be participating that for whatever reason or not. So there's an opportunity to actually get to the point where we're actually fulfilling what uh, we state we want to have as far as participation in arts education. In addition to that, when we looked at some things like per pupil spending, how much money does a school spend per pupil on the arts? or when we look at our student art teacher ratios, both of those measures tend to be more favorable in schools serving more affluent populations than, than others. And I think that that's an area that we need to look at from an equity standpoint to be sure that the, there, there is uh, you know, the equitable resources, meaning funding, meaning arts educators that are available to serve the needs across all populations. And, uh, the other item is that while all students have access to some arts education, the vast majority of our schools provide access to music and visual art. About 90% of our schools offer both music and visual art. Uh, and fewer than 10% of our schools are actually providing instruction in all four arts disciplines, meaning dance, music, theater, and visual art as as is required by, by state policy. So we've got, we're strong in music and visual art, uh, weaker in theater, and then dance is kind of bringing up the rear. So looking for opportunities to uh, expand those opportunities in theater, in dance, so that more students have the ability to participate in those programs, that's certainly another area uh, for improvement in the future. Uh, we're talking with Bob Morrison from Arts Ed and Jay about the importance of the arts in education and the status of the arts in ed, in, of education in New Jersey. Um, uh, if you want to call and ask a question, you dial 1-347-989-8904 and, and press 1. Or you can just type a question in, in on the chat room, and I'll pass it on to Bob. Uh, let's talk about some of those obstacles uh, that you, you kind of mentioned. One of them seems to be – if I heard you correctly, and I read it correctly, is that the more affluent districts uh, tend to have more staffing and more resources towards the arts and education. Uh, so that that might be something that we might need to look at for our districts that are struggling economically. Yeah, I mean, that's an area. You know, another thing that we hear often uh, about is uh, scheduling, um, that, you know, that, that some – administrators have difficulties in, in how to schedule uh, their arts programs and to provide the proper sequencing of programs so that you can um, uh, you know, build upon uh, the levels of skills necessary to uh, be successful in those areas. And uh, we've identified some great models where, the, where, the, where they've been able to work through some of the scheduling problems uh, in, uh, in the arts. And, and so I think that's an area beyond just kind of the equitable resource issue that, that we've talked about. Um, you know, so uh, we've got that. We've got um, uh, the scheduling and the, and the resources. And I think, you know, in another area is um, how do 
um, our schools um, vertically articulate their programs. So this is now talking about quality and, and ensuring that what's happening at the elementary school is then building up to you know what then is happening at the middle school, which then builds on up to what's happening at the high school. Having a a well-designed, vertically articulated program in the arts is just as important as having vertical articulation in any other content area, and and that sometimes you know can be overlooked um, in in some of the districts uh, around. Uh, another area is um, you know having the knowledge, um, you know having an arts supervisor in place is something that we have found to be a critical component to quality of, of the arts education offerings and the vertical articulation that we just talked about. Uh, having somebody that has the background skills and knowledge to help manage the staff in the, in, in the arts uh, really is a key component of having uh, a quality program. And, and uh, while we do have many districts that have arts supervisors, there's still a number that do not. And, and in some instances, some are small and, and they just don't have the resources to put toward uh, an arts supervisor. So th that's an area that we're actually looking to try to tackle at Arts Ed NJ on how do we provide some expertise and uh, maybe shared knowledge that can help some of the smaller districts that can't afford to have uh, an arts supervisor but still need the benefits of that, of that knowledge. And I, I would imagine uh, that having that supervisor or someone representative like that, when there's discussions about curriculum and all those uh, other issues, there's a voice there about, oh, uh, we can integrate the arts into this STEM program or something like that. So just having that voice there probably makes a difference. Uh, in those absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Without question. Um, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Um, I was actually taken in by, uh, I read through some of the, re uh, I read through your report in the census. Uh, the support for public, uh, for the arts and education in New Jersey is pretty much ingrained in, um, I guess, almost everyone. <laughs> um it seemed like the public, it's really important to the parents, obviously, and, and also to the board members. Yes, absolutely. We, we actually went out uh, last fall and did a, an extensive um, Rutgers-Eagleton poll to get a sense for what are, you know, what are the, the attitudes and opinions of New Jersey citizens regarding arts education. And we found that 90% that of the general population in the state of New Jersey uh, believe the arts are very important uh, for our students, and and they broke it down from you know 90% believe that it's important as as part of our general education in the classroom. Another 93% thought it was important for uh, before or after school programs, and another 89% thought partnerships with cultural organizations in their own community. Uh, were valuable for our students. So, uh, you know, those are really high numbers. And I like to say that, you know, in, in New Jersey, it's hard to get the, the majority of, of people to uh, agree on anything. So the fact that we have nearly 90% of people agreeing on the importance of arts education in our schools uh, is a pretty strong finding. But in addition to that, 
New Jersey citizens also believe that arts education helps students significantly in the areas like creativity and imagination, building confidence, improving communication skills, becoming more tolerant of other cultures, developing discipline and, and perseverance, kind of that grit factor, improving their academic performance and, and gaining workforce readiness and career skills. So, you know, not only do they understand the importance, but they now are projecting a value on those programs as far as, you know, what they bring to their students as well. Um, and I, I stated earlier how I kind of have a personal connection to, to the arts. Uh, and I, I should say when I, at one point in my career, I was also uh, a teacher and I was also the attendance officer. And I always noticed that kids that I had problems with at this high school with attendance when the play was on and they were in the play or they were in the choir and there was a concert coming up, the attendance always went up. Uh, so I think there was a direct co correlation to their, their attendance, which I saw uh, to uh, at school to the arts, which I think is probably yeah. fairly common. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think as, as, as we look at, at like the new measures that they're using on accountability through uh, the state uh, ESSA plan, one of, the one of the new metrics is chronic absenteeism. And we know that the arts play a role in attracting our students in, in, you know, to school and, and making them want, want to come to, to school. So, you know, there's a, a, a way to utilize the arts to address non-artistic goals such as chronic absenteeism. Uh, and I think uh, the other thing that I saw in your uh, uh, survey, uh, I, which I thought was interesting, is that uh, the connection that the school board members had to the arts, uh, they, were, they reflect the same uh, numbers, uh, that the 90% will have a connection to the arts in their district, and it's really important to them. Yes, I mean, actually, school board members, it's even stronger, where we had 90% of the general public. When we surveyed the school board members across the state, it's 100% of school board members were aware of the benefits, and 99% of them indicated that they would take a leadership role in supporting arts education within their own district. And I thought, you know, not, un not unlike your own experience, 83% of our school board members had some involvement in the arts themselves in their own life, as well as 83% reported uh, that their children were involved in the arts. So there's a very personal connection uh, to the arts, you know, with our school board members. And I'm going to guess on this one, and there's probably no study on that, but I, I think as a parent, uh, sometimes, uh, and even if you're a board member, you do go in to see the school plays. You do go in to see the choir, the band, mm -hmm. uh, and mm -hmm. even sports, but we're not talking about that. So that's sometimes the only time you really get to see – you're not watching your students, for the most part, do math problems, uh, and you may mm -hmm. not understand it if they do. Uh, so does that bring that connection to the community, not just with the board members, but for everyone around the arts? Absolutely. I think community engagement, you know, when, again, when we talk about things that we were looking to do with our schools and areas to improve, community engagement is certainly one of those things that uh, districts are always looking for ways to uh, bring the community into the schools. And, and you're absolutely right, whether it's the plays or the musical performances or the dance recitals or the art exhibits, 
those are the things that help bring the crowds, you know, into the schools. And, and again, it's one of those things where you, you can actually witness learning taking place right before your eyes because the act of a performance is the, the process of watching students learn. And it's one of the very few areas where you can actually witness you know, the educational process taking place right before your very eyes. All right, so we're talking a lot, and it's hunky-dory. Everyone loves the arts, uh, but it's not always easy. Uh, financially, if you go through some difficult times, sometimes the arts are the, the programs are the first things on the chopping block. Uh, what can board members do in this area to even improve it a little bit more? Well, there's a, a couple of, of things that I, I believe board members can can do to support the programs and, and to be knowledgeable about what's happening in their own community. Uh, the first thing is we've launched a, a statewide campaign called Arts Ed Now. It's a, a multi-year campaign designed to increase active participation in arts education across New Jersey. And, you know, our goals are, again, to, we want all students to, you know, participate. That means, you know, 100% of our elementary and middle school students. Uh, we want to see more schools offering more than two arts disciplines, um, and we'd like to see greater community engagement with their cultural resources to help support uh, their arts education programs. So some things that, that uh, school board members can do is if they go to artsednow.org, uh, right on the homepage there, they can type in the name of their school or the different schools in their district to see what's happening in a particular school. You know, what arts disciplines are being provided? How many teachers do they have? What's the percentage of, uh, of students that are involved in the arts? What are, what's their per-pupil art spending, uh, student-art-teacher ratios? Things of that nature, connection to cultural organizations. That, that's all right there for them to look at to see how they're doing and get some context to see how they're doing when they compare to um, other schools of, of their type. Um, the other thing that they can do is have a discussion with the school administration to discuss what are the district strategies for arts education and think about whether or not a program review might be uh, appropriate or the development of a strategic plan. So having that conversation with the school administration you know, is, is very important. Uh, another idea would be to adopt an arts education policy, one that outlines the board and administration's shared vision for arts education uh, in their district. Uh, an another uh, option would be uh, to make sure that the arts courses are receiving their proper grade weighting. There was a, P a legislation that was signed by Governor Christie in uh, January of 2016 that went into effect for the 16-17 school year that required school districts to weight their arts course offerings equally with courses of similar rigor. And because of that, we've now seen more districts that, have, that are actually offering honors weight courses in the arts because of the rigor behind those courses. So that's something that they should ch check on to be sure they're following, you know, what the, the, the state policy is. Um, there's a new set of arts education standards coming up, the New Jersey Student Learning Standards for the Visual and Performing Arts. Uh, the new, new version will probably be released sometime late this spring. Another thing that board members can do is work with their administration to um, put a process in place to make sure their curriculum uh, is updated and aligned to these new standards. Um, 
Another thing is to be visible. Uh, attend local concerts and productions and recitals and exhibitions. It's important that faculty members see the board members and understand that they support their programs. Uh, and we provide on the Arts Ed Now website, you know, stickers and materials uh, that they can share at those events and throughout the community to help get the word out uh, about the importance of arts programs uh, in their own district. And, and my last kind of what you can do piece is explore all the professional development uh, opportunities that are offered by the New Jersey School Boards Association and the partner organizations to learn about developing an arts-rich district. Uh, and uh, the School Boards Association has a great program called iSteam that talks mm -hmm. about how you can integrate the arts in your district. Uh, and I think, you know, that provides uh, some professional development and some new ideas on ways to um, bring the arts out of just the traditional arts classroom and into uh, some of these other areas. And we're certainly proud to partner with the School Boards Association on that initiative, but not only as it relates to iSteam, but on other areas of arts education, the professional development offerings of the association, I think, are invaluable, and I would encourage board members to take advantage of those. Uh, I would, I'll do a shout out to a board member uh, named Cynthia. She's also an art teacher, and every year she does an art show around iSteam. She works with the science teachers to do a, an art show built around whatever their uh, science and tech, uh, science project is. So I think that's a way that you can collaborate the arts with other disciplines, particularly. And I should say, uh, uh, STEAM is for science, technology, engineering, arts. And mathematics mm -hmm. for those who it used to be originally STEM, and we have integrated by putting the arts in with that project. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Bob, let's bring uh, any final comments because we're coming to the end of the program. That you anything no, else I that just, you didn't get out of? You covered everything. You're very good. Well, no, I mean I, I appreciate the opportunity, Ray, and and I help appreciate the uh, the assistance in preparing for this. I would just, you know you know, urge school board members to find out what's happening in your district and what you can do to be helpful to ensure that all of your students have the opportunity to gain the wonderful benefits that an education in the arts provides to them. It, it's a, a, an important service that you would be providing for them. And it's one of those things that will stay with a student throughout the course of their lifetime. So as board members, I know uh, the important role that you play in uh, making sure those opportunities are available for, our, for all of our students. And I would encourage you to go to artsednow.org and learn more about what's happening uh, regarding arts education in your own schools. And thank you for tuning in today. Okay. Thank you, Bob Morrison from the Arts Ed New Jersey. Uh, and that brings us to the end of this program. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. <laughs>